Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 27. Be brave and courageous. Wait patiently for the Lord. Easier said than done, right? We're told to be brave and courageous, to wait patiently for the Lord. It really doesn't matter what your particular situation is, what trial or trouble you're currently going through. It's still hard. Here's a Psalm of David that we can pray back to God to help us get through. Let's dig in. Psalm 27, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain, remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek the most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. For he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. And at his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Hear me as I pray, O Lord, be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, come, talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I'm coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath, they threaten me with violence. Yet, I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Psalm 27. So here's some points to ponder. Let's take this apart verse by verse. In the first verse, David is stating his confidence in God. He refers to him as his light and his salvation. Then as if trying to convince himself, he writes, so why should I be afraid? With God as our fortress, you are protected from danger. Therefore, you should not tremble. You should not fear. And given that, you should not worry. King David had plenty of cause to worry and be afraid. He admits it in, verse, in verses 2 and 3. 
yet he will remain confident no matter what. And by the way, if you'd like to listen to the adventures of King David in 2 Samuel, um, I've created a chapter-by-chapter -chapter playlist of the Bible studies. And just click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes, so you can, you can listen to that. Spending time with him. Well, in verse 4, David states the most important thing in his life, the thing he seeks the most, which should be our own desire. We should yearn to spend eternity with Jesus and delight in everything perfect that is his. In the New Living Translation, the last phrase of verse four says meditating in his, in his temple. I hate using the word meditating as it conjures up visions of sitting in the lotus position trying to empty my mind. The New King James Version, the NKJV, use, um, uses the word inquire. In Hebrew, that means to dig or plow. That's what we must do, dig deeper into God's word. That's why I always end my introductory paragraphs with let's dig in. Meditating on God's word is the exact opposite of Eastern mysticism or emptying your mind. Here you are to fill your mind with God's word over and over again until it is engraved in your heart. Be confident. Verse five is a statement of confidence that God will hide him when troubles come and troubles will come. Pastor Sandy Adams tells a story, and I quote, a young pastor was traveling on foot over some of England's most difficult countryside near the Cheddar Gorge. When a storm struck, he found shelter under a rock overhang. There he penned a song. Augustus Toplady wrote these words, rock of ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. His song became a famous hymn. Here David writes similar words. His life was full of treacherous terrain. He faced many storms. And I've embedded that video of that hymn at the bottom of the blog. So click on over there and check it out. David then states that he will hold his head high above his enemies. He will not bow down to anyone but God. Later, he will go to the sanctuary to offer sacrifices joyfully, praising God. Incidentally, this was before the temple was built. So this was a tent where the Ark of the Covenant was. Next, David asks God to hear him as he prays and be merciful and answer him. We want answers to our prayers. However, sometimes it's yes, no, or not yet, which means wait. I love the next line, verse eight. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I'm coming. Imagine that, God wants to talk to you. Do you feel that yearning in your heart? Well, no, then you need to invite Jesus in. You don't know how to do that. Click on over to my blog, and uh, click where it says how to know Jesus. Do you ever feel that God has turned his back on you? Well, it is said that if you feel far from God, it's you that moved. That's the beauty of having a relationship with Jesus. He's with you 24 seven. Moreover, him being the God of your salvation, no matter what happens, he will hold you close. Verse 11 is something we should pray every day. We should ask God how he wants us to live for his guidance along the right path. Again, David asks for protection. Where is the Lord's goodness? Hmm. Subsequently, he is confident that he will see the Lord's goodness while he is still on earth. And that's a tough thing to find these days. 
Nonetheless, we can live in constant, we can't, we cannot live in constant fear of what may happen. Jesus told us not to worry. That's in uh, Matthew chapter six. If you want to click on over to my blog, click in, click on the word worry and it'll take you right to that Bible study. Paul wrote in uh, Philippians chapter four, starting in verse eight, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And it's interesting. I'm recording this the day before Halloween. And I hate Halloween. And if you want to know, if, if you want to uh, know why Christians should never celebrate Halloween, I've got those articles on my blog and I have a, um, a video interview with, um, with a brother who um, was involved in the occult. So we need to think of the things that are good, are right and pure and lovely and admirable. Be brave and courageous. Finally, David ends with some great advice. Verse 14, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Interestingly, he repeats the, the wait patiently part. Like he knows it's one of the toughest things to do. We see this advice many times. We see this advice. Uh, we... Um, <laughs> We see this advice many times in scripture. Um, one of the most well-known ones is um, the book of Joshua, chapter one, verse nine. Um, and God is telling Joshua as he's going to take over, um, guiding the, um, uh, the Israelites into the promised land because Moses is not allowed because he disobeyed. So God is telling Joshua, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, Paul also wrote the same advice to the church in Corinth. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. It's 1 Corinthians 16, um, 16, 13. The gospel in Psalm 27 our friends at Spoken Gospel sum it up very nicely, and I quote, Waiting on the Lord takes courage. Jesus was the most courageous person to ever live. Jesus waited more than 30 years until the presence of God fell on him like a dove at his baptism. He then waited on the Lord for an additional 40 days in the presence of his enemy, Satan, before he began his ministry. And the rest of his life was marked by waiting on the Lord in prayer. Jesus saw God face Jesus saw God's face unlike anyone before him, yet tragedies that yet tragedies that David was confident wouldn't happen to people in God's presence still happened to Jesus. Jesus was turned over to the whims of his enemies and their false accusations. Jesus was surrounded by evil men who wanted to devour him. Jesus' father deserted him. God turned his face away from him. And for a time, Jesus did not look on the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He waited in the valley of the shadow of death. And it was there that God's presence exalted him. Jesus' resurrection proves that waiting on God's presence is never a wasted time. Christians are waiting people. Some of the last words in scripture are words that encourage us to wait. Jesus says, I am coming soon. That's Revelation 22:20. 20. 
And when we wait for God's presence like David, we join the story of Jesus on the cross. We wait in hope that God is coming to defeat our enemies with his light. He will save us with his resurrection life. That again is from Spoken Gospel. If you want to learn more about them, click on over to my blog. How to Pray Psalm 27. Well, the, the idea that I do this uh, every Sunday, praying the Psalms, is for you to put the Psalm in your own words, write them, write them down, get, get, a, get yourself a journal and, um, and write these words um, uh, in, in this book. And then you can pray them back to God. So this is like my version, all right? Lord, you are my light and my salvation. I will not be afraid. Thank you for being my fortress and protecting me from evil dangers. I will not tremble. I will remain confident no matter what happens. My deepest desire is to spend eternity with you, digging deeper into your word and prophecies. When troubles come, and I know they will, you will hide me in your sanctuary. You are my rock that I can hold on to in all circumstances. I will praise you with sacrifices and song. Hear my prayer, Lord Jesus. Be merciful and answer me. Thank you for being accessible to me 24-7. When I feel abandoned, I am never alone because you hold me close. <sighs> Teach me how to live and lead me on the right path. I look and see your goodness here in this world. Your light shines above all the evil darkness. I will wait patiently for you, Lord. With your help, Holy Spirit, I will be brave and courageous as I wait. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So is Jesus your light and your salvation? Jesus didn't suffer torture and die carrying the weight of all our sins or God's wrath so we could have religion. He died so he could have a personal relationship with you. And he told us in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. That means he wants a relationship with you. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Isn't it about time you let him in? So you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes. Or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to know Jesus. And in the bottom of today's blog, I have um, that song, Rock of Ages. I also have one that I heard, um, I think I may, may have heard it a few times before, but it really, it, 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 I really paid attention to it this time as I was driving back from church this morning. Um, uh, it's called Come What May, and it's very, very appropriate for today's um, psalm lesson. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. It's now open, my Christian book distributors affiliate bookstore. These hand-picked books cover Bible prophecy, Christian apologetics, worldview, and much more. Many are at discount prices. Isn't it time you got your Christian books from a Christian bookstore? Click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media.
I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.